Foundation, an episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 7, Episode 14, The Mountain of Youth. The original air date for this finale was May 21st, 1992. Uh, It was directed by William Garrity. And yeah, almost a month later. Yeah, a month later. Yeah, yeah that's crazy that they waited. Um, and it was written by Brad Radnitz. Uh, why don't we describe this episode in brief? Uh, we finally get the return of Jack Dalton. Yes, the long um, mysterious. MacGyver is heading in to uh, the mountains to find Jack, who mysteriously disappeared amidst um, orders from the Phoenix Foundation to do some research on uh, a local people. Yes, and a specific historic site that yeah. he convinced them that he would be able to discover. Um, so yeah, he uh, he evidently crashed the plane. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're opened with a narration from a character who will be introduced later known as Baba, who's talking about a prophecy about two men who will come. One Another stranger will follow the first. Yeah. Uh, and they'll both come from the sky, from the west. Yeah. And then we see MacGyver parachuting in. Mm-hmm. Uh... As soon as he hits the ground, he uh, whips out a locator and starts tracking it down towards a huge site of plane wreckage. Um, this is actually pretty impressive. Uh, I know last week or yesterday I said that uh, I didn't think the production value was all that high, but I thought this plane wreckage stuff was great. I wonder if this isn't uh, a plane wreck site that they have on a back lot somewhere. Yeah. Because sure it looks a lot like from the first episode with Jack Dalton, Jack of Lies. Mm-hmm. Where there's a plain graveyard where yeah. they set traps for Gregory Sierra and everything. Right, right. With the botanists. Yeah. Yeah. So it just seems like this is maybe shot in the same place or nearby, mm-hmm. but that they just have an area that's like strewn with airplane parts anytime anyone needs to shoot a scene for an airplane crash. But he's wandering through the wreckage of a plane crash that no one could survive. Yeah. And, and he's very upset. There's like, yeah. there's sad music playing. You can see the, the look of sorrow on his face as he's. Like, you keep thinking he's going to lift a piece of wreckage, but he doesn't want to bring himself to do it because he doesn't yeah. want to find the body. Yeah. Um, but the, just then he hears, like, triumphant whistling, yeah. and, and here comes Jack marching out of the woods. Yep. And he's like, Jack, you're alive. I'm going to kill you. And he, yeah. And he does the classic <laughs> yeah. grabbing his collar and yep. shaking him. Uh, Fulfilling the the requirement very early in the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to get out of the way. Um uh, Jack says that he's there under orders from the Phoenix Foundation, but MacGyver is immediately, so what's the scheme, Jack? It's like, there's yeah. no scheme. No. Like, yeah, I heard about your orders from the Phoenix Foundation. You convinced a bunch of old guys that they could tech another 80 years onto their golf game by yeah. discovering the fountain of youth. Silver-tongued Jack, man. He can do anything. You know, now that I think about it, I don't know why this episode's called the Mountain of Youth. It should have just been called the Fountain of Youth. Yeah, well... But the Fountain of Youth is in uh, Florida, in well, the Caribbean, in Florida. That's what some people think. Yeah, that's what that's what I know. <laughs> I'm a hundred and seventy-four years old. <laughs> that's true. That's true, listeners. You, you can't tell, but I'm actually very, very old. Uh, but Jack is claiming that he's found something, and MacGyver, of course, doesn't believe it. In fact, he he uses the same phrase I use in my notes. Before he even said it, so Mac doesn't buy it. And then MacGyver said, I don't buy it, Jack. It's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
there's a spring of water that keeps people young. That's what Jack is there after. Right. Um, and he says, well, you, you don't believe me now, but you will. He, Jack is very speaking very like mystically and, and vaguely. Yeah. Like he's trying to convey like the power of this mountain. Um, but MacGyver says, well, the chopper is going to be here to pick us up in four hours. And Jack's like, that's great. That's more than enough time to collect all the water we need and get out of here. Yeah. Uh, after they walk a little bit of ways, they meet Mukti, who uh, is a young local mountain tribeswoman uh, who Jack has been grooming for a trip to America. Yeah. Uh, she says that uh, Baba, the head of the her, I guess, tribe. I say yeah. tribe. I'm not, I'm not trying to make it seem like they're nomadic or anything like that, but it just I, I don't know what to call them. Yeah, it's like they're it's like a Tibetan culture. Yeah. They're, they're a mountain culture that it's like they don't have really have a village, they just have a temple. But I don't yeah. want to say like she's part of an order or a religion or anything like that. Yeah. But uh, the, the guy in charge has now, who has like denied an audience with Jack all this time. Yeah. But for some reason with MacGyver's arrival, all of a sudden he's like, yeah, okay, totally. There's two of them now. Okay. Yeah, I want to I I, talk to these guys. I needed the second guy here first. Yeah. <laughs> the second guy needed to be first, but it's okay. <laughs> uh. And MacGyver's like, well, how did he even know I was here? Baba knows all. Baba. Uh, so Mukti and MacGyver talk about the uh, the instability of this country called Kabulstan, of which the Amakash Valley is a part of, but isn't rec- they, the people of the Amakash don't recognize, obviously, the military control, and the military yeah. doesn't seem to care because it's up in the mountains. Yeah, the name of this country is it as a... Interesting combination of Kabul and any given stand country. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the military doesn't come up here, and they don't care about what the military does because it's not and it doesn't involve them. Right. Um, Mukti also then admits that Dalton has promised that she will go with him, uh, and she can't wait to see America. Right. So at a massive like, now, this is where I feel that the production value is really low. Actually. When, I, I did want to bring up one more thing before we move into the temple. Um, when MacGyver parachutes down, we sit and watch him pack up the parachute for like a full minute and a half. Yeah. And it's like, why is this shot going on for so long? And then we see him wrap it up in a jacket and then mm-hmm. carry it over into the bushes and cover it up. And it's just like a conspicuously long shot that yeah. feels like it could have even been added in like after the fact when they were like, oh, we're short. Yeah, Richard Dean Anderson keeps looking at the director and he keeps like doing that, like stretch it out, stretch it out. Slow down, slow down. You're going to want to wreck the parachute. Slower. Or am I going to use it to get back up to the plane? Slower, slut. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is the low production value part for you. Yeah, like they keep doing these weird composite shots where they're trying to, it's like three different composites. It's like, the ground is separate from the temple. The temple is separate from the mountain in the background. Yeah. And, and then they try to walk into it, and it's like they're walking into like a green screen nightmare. Yeah, everybody has like real thick outlines. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but there's, there's like a small group of people who are, who are worshiping. Uh, it appears that they're worshiping Baba. Um, and, uh, but as they start walking down like the center aisle, they all stand up and kind of like start murmuring. Like ooh, strangers, you know, outsiders. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's when they meet Baba at the top of the stairs. Mukti like intro- introduces them. Jack tries to explain that he wants to go to the spring, 
to the source of the spring, not just the, right. the runoff that they've received. Yeah. He wants to go to the source, but as he's trying to explain the whole... He shouldn't need to go to the source, though, for the purposes. Yeah, he, he like, doesn't... He should be able to take samples from the water yeah. downstream, and that would, should be as good. Um, as he's trying to start trying to do his wheeling and dealing, uh, I think Baba is seeing through all of it, and Jack somehow starts getting lost in like Baba's mysticism. Yeah, I think he, he can't lie to Baba, mm-hmm. and so he... Can't Instead say of, anything. Yeah, he can't even talk because <laughs> because he's unable to lie. So as soon as he gets to that point where he's just like, I, uh, we, uh, I, and then MacGyver has to speak for him because he just can't say anything. Yeah. But Baba here is played by an actor called Ned Romero, um, who among his credits, he played Ezra in House 4. Hmm. Apparently there's four at least of those movies i thought there was only two i, I haven't seen any of them i don't think i said maybe some clips of them but well or in house it's a couple more movies to our house marathon yeah <laughs> after we watch the entire television series right boy this sure took a turn from the medical drama yeah <laughs> uh, i didn't know george went was here <laughs> <laughs> george went is not in enough stuff i would watch a movie about george went eating beans <laughs> Would you watch a movie about George Wendt eating beans? That's a very obscure reference. I'm not even gonna reference. I'm not even gonna say anything more not about gonna, it. We'll give you one clue: an episode of Animaniacs. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so Baba gives them permission to go to the source, which he has forbidden to anyone else from going near. Um, but uh, MacGyver still has a lot of anxiety about the situation and kind of keeps looking back over his shoulder at Baba. Um, but Baba then talks to his, like, I guess his bodyguard, Rom. And uh, Rom says, uh, is this okay to do? And Baba says, oh, yep, MacGyver, this guy is going to save save us. And he's gonna. It's written that he will solve all of our problems. Yeah. And he came at just the right time. Yep. Perfect. Because there's a lot of stuff going down at the spring. Uh, which is just a water jet yep. coming out of the ground. Uh, Jack finds like a like a like a settling pool where so a lot of the water is collected, and he just goes right in and so starts drinking it up. Yeah, it just wades right into it with all of his clothes on and everything. Um, and then he, uh, you know, he's like super excited. He says, "This water tastes great." Uh, and he's got this like yoke over his back that he's carrying all these different canisters out there mm-hmm. with because he's just going to fill up as many samples as he can. Uh, so they start filling up the jugs. And that's when all of a sudden there's a, a large amount of rumbling, yeah, and camera shaking, and then suddenly the spring stops flowing. Uh, Mukti is like horribly alarmed by this. Yeah. She's like, "I've been coming here since I was a little girl. I've never seen the spring stop." And he's like, "A million years the water flows. I got a taste." And the big man shuts it off. <laughs> um, and then uh, MacGyver says something that that seems wrong to me. Yeah, which is. No, it, ha- it shut off too abruptly. There's no way that was natural. It's like, did you not feel the earthquake that just happened? Yeah, exactly. That it was... could very easily have been a result of the earthquake. Um, it's also important to note that the that part of the ways that Jack has convinced MacGyver to come along, which he doesn't quite believe, is that Luke T is 42. Right. Um, although when he said she's 42, I was like, yeah, I, I believe it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but then I was like, I mean, oh. The I... actress is actually 30, but yeah. she... Could be forty-two. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I don't see how that was like a big shocker, uh, but I guess she's supposed to be like more like eighteen. 
I think she's supposed to be ridiculously young, and that's well, why we should have gotten an eighteen-year-old to play the part. Then. Yeah, um, but I bo- mean, part of the issue, and I don't know if this is racist. Maybe it's the good kind of racist, but I think Asian people look way younger than they are. Yeah. most of the time. Uh, but Baba himself is one hundred and seventy-four. Yeah. So that and MacGyver's like, oh well, I definitely don't believe that. Yeah, he was apparently thirty-six when Abraham Lincoln was elected. Mm-hmm. Which I guess they they somehow knew about. Yeah, they got word in their temple. No, oh, Abraham Lincoln got more. I I would really like for it to turn out that they they just have been their years are like six months long. Yeah, like Jack just like, messed oh, up all the math. Oh, okay. <laughs> they only count leap years as yeah. years. Yeah, he's 136 because he was born on February 29th. <laughs> Wait, that's not how leaf years work. <laughs> they work the other way. Uh, actually, they don't work that way at all. Um, but So MacGyver and company decide to go and try to investigate why the water suddenly stopped. Yeah. As if just wandering around would give them the answer. <laughs> that uh, would be, actually, now that I think about it, yeah, that would be funny. He's like, oh, you're 176 because you were born on February 29th. Which means you're actually like 500 years old. <laughs> uh, so they walk away from the spring to investigate, but then the camera just pans over, and there's Baba and Ram just hiding behind some yeah. bushes, just spying on them as they as they take the water from the stream. Like, I thought that they were all going to go into the spring, and you know, something would happen. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they're just basically talking about, oh, don't worry, everything's still going according to plan. Uh, they find a uh, pumping station nearby. Right. And they assume, like, oh, well, the military is here and they're pumping the water away. Yeah, they could have somewhere. had a hand in diverting the stream. Yeah. Although this is the source, so they, the diversion would be having to happen underground before mm-hmm. it even reaches the surface. Yeah. It seems like a weird place to divert it from. Uh, everything about this whole situation is weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but there are a bunch of soldiers who are guarding it, so it's like, okay, well... Uh, this isn't this isn't gonna work out. And as they get closer, uh, Mukti just kind of looks behind her, and there's like fifty guards just sitting on a hill right behind yeah. them, and they're all there's more of them over there. And it's like a weird, it's this weird zoom, like it's an optical, it's a digital zoom yeah. of one of the soldiers' faces, so it gets super grainy as he's just yeah, like yeah. staring at her. Um, but it's kind of intense. It has an intensity to it. Um, and they just start opening fire, um, but then Baba steps out, and one of the soldiers says, oh, it's the holy man. Stop. Nobody Stop. shoot. It's the holy man. And then one guy just takes a rifle, and he's like, all right, this guy's not moving. I can hit him from here. Yeah. And and wings Baba. And uh, Baba, like MacGyver, Mukti, Jack, Baba, and Rom. There's a whole group of them now. Yeah. Like a lot more. It's easier to hit a lot of targets, you know, than just yeah. one. You can just start spraying, and you're going to hit more yeah, of them. That's why the Redcoats lost the... Uh... <laughs> The war of our independence. Uh, but uh, so they make a run for it, uh, carrying, uh, half carrying Baba, like, you know, to safety. Uh, Samad, the commander of these soldiers, uh, says to go after them, but not to kill the girl. Right. Specifically, don't kill the girl. Uh, uh, never get a clear reason why, uh, over the course of the entire series, we never really get a good reason for. Like, every time they say, oh, well, the girl might be of some use to us. Yeah. Every single yeah. time. It's like, is, that, is the implication the same every time? Yeah, the implication is very rapey. Yeah. It seems um, like every single time they say she could be of some use to us, it's like, oh, 
okay. I see what we're doing now. I see the kind of characters we are. We're the bad guys in this story. Uh, MacGyver and the group take shelter in a cave, which I guess Baba describes as his meditation cave. Right. Uh, and this is why Baba forbade anyone to come here because he knew that the military was starting to move into the area. Right. Why he didn't warn them when they went out there that there yeah. might be soldiers or say that he knew that the stream was going to be diverted. It, like, he had all this information and he just said, don't go over there. But he also tells MacGyver that he has a job to do and he has to go finish it. And MacGyver doesn't question it. This isn't one of those mysticism times where MacGyver is kind of like, like with Mama Lorraine where he doesn't quite believe it. Yeah. MacGyver is totally on board. He's like, you're right. I do. I have, I have to help you. And uh, Mukti has to join them because it's part of her destiny yeah. to learn about how the outside world works. Right. Uh, the commander, Samad, is played by Alex Colon, who we previously had as the commander in uh, Bushmaster. Right. Um, he was the, the super paranoid, like, oh, no, the, the, the high command is going to be super upset. And then, like, the lawyer soldier is, like, like propping him up, saying, no, commander, you're doing really great. He's like, really? I am? Great. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like that whole dynamic. Would you say I have a plethora of them? <laughs> um, so they, lead, they head back to the pump house, and uh, MacGyver's able to sneak in and five, find, like, a some kind of viewing valve opening yeah um where he it, it's much like uh it seems like this whole thing should be bolted shut like there's holes where rivets would go the whole way around yeah to keep it sealed but he's able to just slide it over and look inside yeah see um like uh my hot tub pump has a viewing window yeah but like it's it's, it's as you said yeah it, it's a window so you can see that the water and the pump is functioning yeah but it's completely sealed with gaskets and bolted down. Yeah. It's only supposed to be – if you ever open it, you just get sprayed with water because the yeah. pump would just be blasting you with it. Yeah. Um, but uh, – um, Yeah, he opens it up and then he pulls a, a GPS transponder out of his pocket. Right. Much like uh, he did in Ghost Ship when he was trying to figure out where the oil pipeline yeah. was going. Now, did he pick this up from the wreckage of the plane? He must have, but I did not see an insert shot of it. Because I think that would have been interesting if they were like, oh, that's uh, that's interesting. He He's using the black box tracker mm -hmm. from the crash site to detect where this water right. is flowing. But that's not what – I mean, yeah. they don't show an insert, so that yeah. the indication is that this is just a separate GPS yeah. thing. M maybe had they spent less time with the parachute and more time with the wreckage, yeah. uh, that would have been a good thing to do. Yeah. Because I made the same note. I was like, did I miss it? And I meant to go back. but I didn't I, – but, watched it a second time and I didn't see yeah. a shot of that. But maybe we did miss it. So uh, if they did, then kudos and we apologize. But yeah. if they didn't, then you guys are jerks. Yeah, you suck. Um, so he sends it down the pipeline and then they trace it back to uh, a bunker that's in the side of a like just side of a mountain. Yeah, looks like the Batcave. Um, I love uh, MacGyver's like we need to go into the mountain Jack's like I'm not going into that mountain we're getting out of here <laughs> uh, I love everything Jack does in this is classic Jack yeah um, so it's 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 so good to have him back in an episode I, I it's so upsetting that they kept him out for so long I mean it's been almost two seasons the last yeah. one was 516 Jenny's Chance so if they had waited two more episodes it would have been two full seasons yeah but it would have been hard to wait two more episodes because there were no more. There were no more episodes. Uh, there are two guards out front, which uh, MacGyver and Jack 
distract by lobbing some stones onto the cliffside, which caused like a like a very very minor landslide. Right. Enough enough for the guards to go, hey, I think someone might be over there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so a they distraction go, landslide. Yeah. A distrand light, strand light. Nope, side. nope, 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 nope. No, it's not working out. <laughs> I'll come back to it. Uh, but uh, so they enter the underground facility, which is actually a really awesome place. Yeah. Like I don't know what water pumping station or electric plant they got permission to shoot in, but it's awesome. Well, it seems like it's a place that we see used in a lot of different things, mostly because, and I didn't recognize it before, Goldeneye. But they use these buildings where the bottom half of the building is, like, the bottom half of the wall down is painted green, Mm -hmm. and the top half up is painted gray. And I feel like these facilities get get used so often for various, like, communist countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They use it for, like, old school Russia stuff and Chinese stuff. And every time someone gets held captive in a movie, it seems like... From the halfway point on the walls, down is painted green and the top mm-hmm. half is painted gray. I don't know if it's because they shoot all in the same building or something in Los Angeles, right, right. but it's a very familiar looking location. Um, so as they enter, MacGyver is able to identify some of the equipment as a uh, Calutron, which right. he, he says that it has to do with heavy water, but actually a Calutron is used to separate uranium. Um, oh, okay, it, so it, that's it, the enriching? Yeah, it, it's part of the enrichment process. However, heavy water is also used... Um, in this whole this whole nuclear heavy water is used in like part of nuclear cooling. Okay. Um, so uh, there, you know, the fact that they're converting the water into heavy water, um, which for people who don't know, it's it's water with extra hydrogen. Right. Um, it's it, hydrogen with extra hydrogen is called deuterium. So it's like it, usually hydrogen uh, are is a hydrogen never appears as a single atom in naturally. It's always in combined with bi- other yeah, things. It's, a, it's a it's always in a binary form with another hydrogen or other things like so like that's why you H2 say H two is the gas. Yeah, exactly. H two, H E two, O two. These things are always paired with another atom as opposed to like gold, which you could have as a single atom. Right. Um. So H uh, three though can also exist. Yeah. Where you have an extra hydrogen in there, and that's called deuterium. And this is basically deuterium water. Right. Um, so it's H3O mm-hmm. instead of H2O. So it's very cool stuff. Yeah. It would it would suffocate a fish. Mm-hmm. Um, probably wouldn't be good for the people that are drinking it downstream. Well, you can't. You have to drink a lot of it. Uh, I did. I did some research on this. Okay. Um, you can drink heavy water because it would only become really bad if you drank enough of it to replace your entire body's. Water. water content with okay. it. But if you just drank like a cup of it, yeah, you'd be all right. Yeah. Um, but they inform Mukti that this whole process with the enrichment of the uranium and the heavy water, it's very likely that they're attempting to build an H-bomb. Yeah. But if these people start drinking heavy water instead of their special water, then it's going to bring them back down to a regular life expectancy. Yeah. Or Maybe worse. even less. Yeah. <laughs> As they're looking down at the uh, Calutron and equipment, they see Dr. Lang... Um, MacGyver immediately is able to recognize him, I guess, as a uh, famous Chinese H-bomb scientist. Right. Um, so I'm sure he must have looked over his dossier at some point. Yeah, and this is um, the actor playing Liang is uh, George Chung, who mm-hmm. we had as Narai yeah, way so back when. Way uh, back when. Season one, episode two. Um, 
So it's been a long time. So, so I just, he's, just he's back. Just hand him a sword and he'll take care of himself. And he actually also made an appearance in Children of Light. He played a character named Toy. Huh. I don't remember that character, but he was credited as Toy. Maybe there was a toy that he did the voice of that I'm forgetting. <laughs> uh, so MacGyver looks around and uh, he sees that there are a lot of security cameras. So he figured the best way to get evidence would be to collect one of the security footage tapes. Right. So that you would have like a, an idea of what the facility looked like. So he makes his way to the security office and uh, uh, there's like there's like a – I guess he's a technician of some kind. He's wearing a lab coat, but he seems to be working in a security office, so I'm not right. quite sure who he's supposed to be. But he's like typing up something on a keyboard, but the it's just like this sound bite of a keyboard clicks. So it doesn't match at all with his fingers? Well, no, it, it keeps repeating. It's like click, 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 space, click, 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 space, click. Oh, that's <laughs> and it's just like what, what – he keeps typing the same thing over and over again. Also, if I ran this facility, I wouldn't have – the tapes like recording out, I would just have a person watching all the live feeds. I'd yeah. Like if you're no recording evidence. it, it's you don't want evidence of this. Um, so he just sneaks up behind the guy and just slams the guy's face into the like pan- control panel. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, bang, 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 bang. space, <laughs> bang. <laughs> That's what I had to listen to the whole time I was sneaking in here. <laughs> uh, Jack tells Mukti to stay put while he also goes and looks around. Uh, and he finds a cart full of uh, test tubes full of uh, the spring water. Yeah. Um, and there are gigantic test tubes, too. Yeah. Um, they, they, they are, like, I would say they're easily, like, like a quarter a liter. Yeah. Or like, like, they're pretty yeah. cool looking. Yeah. I feel like I've seen, like, mineral water for sale in bottles that look like this now. Yeah? Yeah. In, like, a 500 milliliter test tube? Yeah. Um, so he grabs a whole bunch of them and like, he's stuffing them into his coats and his pockets. Yeah. Um, but, uh, he is immediately spotted by Samad who doesn't go after him right away, but he follows him back to where MacGyver and Mukti are going to meet back up. Yeah. Um, so as MacGyver, you know, as they all three meet back up, uh, where they were supposed to be, uh, the guards descend on them. And so MacGyver is very quick to take the tape that he stole and hide it in a garbage can. Right. And apparently this garbage can is full. Yeah. Because it seems like he just sets it right down on top of something. So hopefully they don't come to empty it later. Yeah. Or it's not full of some sort of radioactive waste that would just erase the tape. Yeah. <laughs> he looks at the garbage can and says, uh, old magnets. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they are taken to uh, be interrogated. And uh, we get the first inclin- uh, idea that uh, Sam- Samad and Mukti know each other. Yeah. And uh, Samad had mentioned that Mukti saved his life, but he can't repay her for that kindness. And we also find out that not only is Jack working for the Phoenix Foundation to get the water, but he's also working for a company called B Young Products yep. that he intends to sell the rights to for $200,000. And Samad finds this along with the... Uh, Phoenix Foundation, which confirms that they must be spies. Yeah, 200000 seems like pretty cheap for doubling people's lifespans. Yeah, uh, very cheap. But Jack, you know, is... Not the smartest tool in the shed, because tools don't have intelligence. Mm-hmm. They have zero intelligence. But, uh, I don't know, Child's trying to make a joke, but it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, Pat. 
Uh, so Mukti feels very, very betrayed by Jack. Yeah. Um, and then she realizes that she was just going to be like a spokesmodel for the product. Yeah. Um, Samad is also Mukti's brother, her twin brother. So we can immediately see like the age difference. Although no, we can't because they still, I still could believe that they are because they're brothers. still both Asian. <laughs> um, so they're trying to look for a way to get out. Um, it's a, it's like an automatic sliding door. So once it once it uh, closes, it's like magnetically engaged. But luckily, the wires that control the door are inside their own cell. Yeah. <laughs> so for some reason, they wired it through a prison cell. Uh. MacGyver asks Jack for the test tube that uh, they didn't confiscate. And Jack's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know you, Jack. You smuggled at least one of those test tubes out of there, and I need it. (laughs) And Jack's all like, I'm not going to end up with any of this water, am I? Uh, Implying he has at least three more test tubes. Yeah. Every time he takes a step, it's like, you didn't put them in your shoes, did you? No. Why is there so much blood coming out of your shoes? You're leaving, like, very clear footprints. (laughs) Jack, wake up, sleepyhead. So uh, MacGyver rewires the door to short it out the next time it opens. Right. And he places the cork of the test tube, uh, like, against the door. So that if anybody opens it, the door will fall against the test tube lid. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna roll down into the test tube, uh, into the test tube. It's gonna roll down into the the door shaft. Track, yeah, yeah. Um, and he breaks the test tube uh, in order to get a piece of the shard of wire so he could strip the wires. Uh, he and didn't then stab everyone else to death. Just slit your throat. Everyone's I like, am sick of your stuff, Jack. You gotta stop doing this to me. <laughs> everyone slit your wrists because uh, you don't want to be tortured by these people. <laughs> uh, because they can torture us for 200 years. <laughs> yeah, they're just going to keep feeding us the water. <laughs> I get, I'm getting the impression that they don't know about the water. I feel like Samad must know, but it seems like these scientists are just using it for the nuclear material. Yeah. So they're not they're – maybe, or maybe it's making it more powerful because it's the special water. Yeah. I'm not sure. Who knows? They, the, 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 Dr. Lang never mentions the water's properties or says anything like that yeah. to imply that they are aware that the water is special. Uh, so Dr. Lang wants to know about the tape that was stolen, but they don't find it. So when they come back to question about where they, where they might have hit it, Samad says, well, it doesn't matter because we're going to kill you. So you clearly didn't get the tape out of the facility. Yeah. So if we kill you, it doesn't matter. That'll be the end of the tape. Yeah. Theoretically. Unless you uploaded it to the cloud. Oh, wait, that technology doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, wait, it doesn't exist yet. Idiots. <laughs> This is where he accidentally gives away that he's also a time traveler. Uh, so, uh, and of course, once they entered, entered the room, the uh, test tube cork rolled into the track as MacGyver planned. And I guess because it's so thick that it, it jams the door closed in such a way that they think it's locked. Yeah. But they can still open it because it's not actually locked. Right. Uh, so they kind of sneak out. Well, they, they don't kind of. They do sneak out. They definitely sneak they, they, out. They sort of sneak out. <laughs> it's implied that they sneak out. <laughs> um, so as MacGyver, Jack, and Mukti are making their way back out of the facility, uh, Saman had come back to, I guess, kill them and found out that they, has escaped, they have escaped. 
they has escaped. <laughs> I has cheeseburger. Um, uh, MacGyver retrieves the tape from the garbage can, and they start heading for the surface, um, uh, which apparently is the only way out. So, yeah. I thought for sure that they were gonna like ride through some kind of like water tube tunnel at some point. And just get washed out into the river. Yeah, like I, I don't know why I kept thinking that this was gonna happen. When they come out on the other side, they just have double hydrogen. <laughs> Dihydrogen monoxide poisoning. Uh, the two guards that were outside of the uh, facility are still there, so now they need another distraction. Or instead, they grab a ladder and they use it as a battering ram. So when they hit the gate, the exterior gate, um, it bursts open both directions and hits both guards and knocks them both to the ground simultaneously. Yeah. But instead of doing like the old one punch uh, knockout, they just run. They just yeah. make a run for it. <laughs> don't have time for this. Um, Samad and his forces uh, head out for him. Uh, so MacGyver tells Jack and Mukti to head back to the cave and meet up with Baba and Ram. Right. MacGyver is going to head over to the pump house and see what he can do to sabotage it. Yeah. And basically he just closes the exiting valve and leaves the intake valve open, which causes a back build of pressure. Right. So... Just as the guards are, are get, catching up to MacGyver and they're getting ready to take aim, the pump house just explodes with water. Yeah. But the water's still flowing to it, so it really doesn't seem like he's, he stopped the diversion of the water. Yeah. It, it, it seems like it's still being diverted, but now, it, even worse, it's not being pumped somewhere. It's just spilling out all over the ground. Yeah. So I, I don't really understand how that was an effective plan. Uh, and we never get a shot of the, the spring coming back to life. Yeah. So we don't really know like what happened to it. Uh, the Act 5 roundup is uh, Baba is returning to the temple, uh, still wounded from his gunshot. But alive. Yeah, he's still, yeah. I thought for sure he was going to die. Yeah, I thought so too. Because it seemed like he was saying, oh no, Mukti, you should go. You should go. Don't Yeah, don't it's my around. destiny to die here. Yeah. In my meditating cave. Um, a helicopter arrives off screen, <laughs> audibly only. Yep. Um, because this show can't afford helicopters, we all know that. Yeah, no. Oh wait, they've used thirty thousand helicopters over the course yeah, of the series. Exactly. I I can't believe that they had to squeeze like ten to fifteen per episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's still not enough for thirty thousand. No, not nearly. <laughs> not nearly enough. Over the course of the two thousand episodes. So Mukti decides not to go with Jack to America, which is just as well. Yeah. But uh, Jack was still allowed to take a bunch of the water. So as they're kind of making their way, uh, uh, Rom is kind of like worried. Oh, should we let him go with all that? It's like, and Baba's just kind of like, ah, oh, don't worry, things are gonna work out. Yeah. And before Jack can even leave the temple, he has a change of heart, and he even looks at MacGyver and says, "I can't do this, Mac. I can't. I can't have a bottling plant built on top of this temple. I can't yeah. live with there that." There will be all kinds of. Common men and charlatans coming out yeah. here to trick these people out of their water. Worse than me. <laughs> you don't mess with perfection, Mac. Uh, so he starts dumping some of it out, but also like half dumping and half drinking. <laughs> yeah. The whole time he's like, I'm just going to get rid of this stuff. <laughs> one, for one for me, my homies. one for my homies. <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to say that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I always feel like that's a huge problem for the podcast because we, we, we don't oh, have We any... have the same joke base. <laughs> yeah, we don't have any differing opinions. <laughs> There's no discussion. <laughs> we just agree. Yeah. That's what's the worst thing about our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, and uh, that's kind of like a that's it. I mean, MacGyver has like this moment of like victory as Jack walks away of like, yeah, Jack did the right thing. Yeah, for yeah once. I got him to triumph over his own his own uh, greed. Yeah. yeah. You picked a fancy word. Yeah. Jerk. <laughs> it makes you look like a fool. And that's the end of MacGyver. Yeah, that's the end. That's the last episode. Even though this the is last the last episode, episode of the, the series. Episode. Yeah, this is our second finale. And uh, uh, it's over. It, it almost feels like this was going to be the first TV movie. Like the Fountain of Youth. I like, agree. Th- it does feel that way. This is certainly more in line with the Atlantis movie. But it also, I mean, it kind of has little pieces of last crusade to it in terms of like of fluid that that were that can you know bring people back from the dead or like oh, yeah, increase yeah. their their lifespan but also something that's only available in one place and mm-hmm. it's going to be treacherous to try and get it out of that yeah. place bad it's guys like, bad guys are also there yeah so um yeah, I think it's an interesting episode. I think it could have been a TV movie. I think mm-hmm. I feel like the pacing is really good to the point that I could see this being another forty minutes longer. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, it, it just just needs a little bit more oomph. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 I really I really feel like the budget was at the bottom of this episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> all the 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 composite shots of like the temple and the mountain. Uh, well, as we mentioned bad. earlier too, the this whole season. Um, when they came back to California, they limited the budget to $1.5 million per episode, which they realized really didn't go that far in Los Angeles, which yeah. is why people don't shoot here anymore. Except for 24 Yeah. Well, shows that make bajillions of dollars can afford yeah, yeah. to shoot here. Uh, or multicam sitcoms. Yay! That cost nothing to make. Yeah, because they're all on a soundstage. Yeah. I mean, the, the only cost is paying the actors to come to the soundstage every day million dollars an episode that's what jerry was making at the end yeah i feel like there, there's other dollars. people doing that right now i think the people on the big bang theory are probably getting two or three million an episode i mean the simpsons are getting a million an episode at least no oh, for sure it's to go in without their pants on and record a line yeah <laughs> and never speak to any of them they don't ever. have to sit in makeup they don't have to meet their coworkers. they can just wander into a booth and read a page <laughs> they earned it. They've been doing it for twenty some years. I loved the uh, the the Lisa the Lisa talking Lisa doll episode. Oh yeah, where Krusty the Clown comes in. He's like, "Let me show you how it's done, kid." Hey, hey I'm Krusty the Clown. Hey, here comes Shia Chamel. <laughs> Learn how it's done, kid. Get back to <laughs> the business. Yeah. <laughs> he walks out, leaves. Okay, okay, Krusty, we're ready to record. What the? <laughs> <laughs> I liked when they when Homer was Poochie and. Uh, and they have the voice actress from Roadrunner. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I was the voice of the Roadrunner. He's like, wait, you're the one who says me, me? And he's like, she's like, uh, actually, I just said it once, and they duplicated it in post. <laughs> it's good to see Jack again, too. Oh, of course. I Like, to, to finish the show without Jack or Penny seems weird. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad we at least got Jack. What was the um, last Penny episode? God, the last Penny episode was probably... It wasn't Cleo Rocks, was it? No, because uh, wasn't she in the a Western? Was the Western after that? Right, she was in one of the westerns, and maybe Halloween Nights was after Cleo. Yeah, but she wasn't in Halloween Nights, was or she? Or not Halloween Nights, but um, what was I thinking of? No, I guess she's not in that one. Yeah, I don't remember. I guess, I guess, yeah, just Serenity. But she's not there in, in person, in the present. Yeah. After maybe Cleo rocks. That's weird. 
Um, but yeah, she's she was an integral part of the show. I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, yeah. And I'm glad we got at least uh, that one last appearance from Pete in the stringer. But it right, seems right. like it would have been neat if they could have one moment of him in this in like a fifth act or something like that. Well, because they mentioned they do mention the Phoenix Foundation, so it's like it's clear that this is. Uh, it's uncertain whether or not this was supposed to be after MacGyver left, or well, before. yeah, and he's holding the uh, he's holding the the Phoenix Foundation GPS thing. Yeah, so it seems like either they the, just recruited him for this one thing, yeah, or he just like, heard what happened and he decided to come back for one mission. Right, right, because it's Jack. Yeah, but it's not really clear. But it also just feels like kind of like the Coltons, where like maybe they had already filmed this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to say where, how this episode occurred and where it, when it occurred spatially because it came, it came four, it came one month after the four month after episode that was the stringer. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we could very easily have had this episode start with like a cold open of uh, MacGyver and Sam eating at like a diner, and yeah. then MacGyver goes to check his voicemail on a payphone. Or something like mm-hmm. he somehow calls his house to get his voice messages, and there's a call from Pete saying like, "Jack's gone Jack, down. Jack's plane went down, and I'm very sorry to tell you about it, but it looks like we've lost him. And I just thought you should know. And that's the only thing that would get him to come back to Phoenix right. to do one more mission. And like as a fan of the show, like if I was watching and like Off the Wall aired in December, and then they said, you know. Tune in four months from now for another yeah. episode of MacGyver. It's like, oh, okay. So then you wait four months for a single episode, yeah, and that's the stringer, and it's the and then from your from your from your viewpoint as the audience, it's the last episode, yeah, because he Richard Dean Anderson thanks everyone. He left, and it seems like okay, this is the end, yeah. And then one month later, they it's say, just another episode. Here's another dropped. episode of MacGyver. It's like I'd be like very very confused as yeah. to what was going on. Well, I think you'd have to be following the show very closely to be yeah. That confused. I, I I can imagine that the ratings for this episode were probably really poor. Yeah, but I think the ratings for the stringer were really good because that was, I guess it was billed as like a special night. There were like three shows that were having finales at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, but uh, so that's the end of the regular series. That's the end of the regular series. What I was thinking we might do is. Do like a uh, an episode that's like a review of the series on its own. Okay. So that way we don't have to stretch this episode out just by talking about the entire series run. Okay. Um, so we'll maybe just do... I was thinking maybe we could sort them out by our favorites to least favorites and have kind of a conversation about that. Uh, it wouldn't have to be anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> it could be a couple weeks from now or something like that. But um, so maybe somewhere down the line we'll have uh, an episode where we kind of review the series in full. Um, but I think that's about it for this one. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any thoughts on the Mountain of Youth you'd like to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. You can find us at Facebook.com/slash Phoenix Foundation Podcast or our website PhoenixFoundationPodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering the first TV movie, Lost Treasure of Atlantis. So uh, that's fun. This is two years away, mm-hmm. or, but it's tomorrow. So <laughs> we're going to be time traveling a little bit. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for that, and thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you.